We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Here we go. It's hour number five of the G Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Smells outstanding in here for some reason. Oh, it's Carter. He's doing the, uh, what did he call it? French bread pizza? French bread pizza. Now, I like this because he he did the meal prepping uh, pizza. So on Sunday, he decided he was going to prep his meals for the week. You know, keep it, uh, keep that girlish figure. And so he's got (laughs) his French bread uh, prepped, meal prepped pizza. Uh, And it smells outstanding. Smell and it looks actually even better than it smells. Yeah, yeah, he did a hell of a job on it. I uh, hope he enjoys it. And it's uh, time now for a little TD Tuesday. Here are your TD hosts, Will Chuck and Chia Follow. Take us away, boys. Super Wild Card Weekend didn't go the way we wanted, but we still got some great TDs some and let's super TDs. celebrate them. Boom shaka lock, boom shaka lock, boom shaka lock. TD Tuesday shaka lock. <laughs> And the motorboating starts in Buffalo, where it was snowing like crazy. It was a blizzard, and it was a blizzard of touchdowns. How about Rudolph to a guy I've never heard of? Am I being butt-cracked? Calvin Austin <laughs> caught a touchdown? Calvin? Are you kidding me? Calvin? Rudolph in the gun, gets the snap. He's back over the middle. The pass is caught for the touchdown by Calvin Austin, the third. Seven-yard strike, Rudolph to Austin. Austin had one in the regular season. He's got one in the postseason. Okay, wow! I was about to allege that that's Calvin Austin's first time around some some uh, some TDs. Just a second TD. Uh, but this is this is not his maiden voyage. He's got a pair of them. Uh, he does. He's got a pair of TDs. He does have now. Pair. Yeah. Has anybody in here until just now? Did anybody know that Calvin Austin was a football player in in the NFL? No. You didn't no. got him out of Memphis. No. No. <laughs> I did. No, I'm just kidding. I had no idea who it was. I, I guess no he was the latest country singer. Yeah. Is he a fullback? Is he an H-back tight end? I mean, he's what, a wide receiver. what in the hell? He's actually a wide he receiver. He's a wide receiver, yeah. Calvin Austin, congratulations, sir. I know. And at that moment, you're thinking, oh, we got a game. It's 24 to 17. <laughs> it wasn't. Let's go to the Brownie land. Joe Flacco. And, uh, well, his amazing run came to an end, but not before he got Kareem Hunt, his pair of TDs. Flacco's got Hunt with him from the 16. Second down, waiting on the snap. He's got it. Straight drop, shovel pass. Here comes Hunt. He's 10. He's to the 5. He's in. Touchdown. Give Kareem Hunt a pair of touchdowns in this playoff game. And the Browns lead again. Can't believe after all he's done. It was a big day for Kareem. He's still able to get not just one, but two TDs. Two playoff TDs. Unbelievable. Pretty impressive. Almost as impressive as Josh Allen. 50 plus yard scamper. Now, did he do did he do the move fake where slide. he did the fake slide? Sure did. We'll see if the play-by-play catches it, but we know if you've seen the play itself, there was a fake slide situation. Defenders don't know how to treat quarterbacks when they're on the move, uh, but it doesn't matter because Josh Allen got himself a super wild card TD. 
Here's the snap. Blitz coming. Allen steps up in the pocket. Going to take off and run. Has the first down and more. To the 40. To the 35. 30. Breaks away. 20. 10. 5. Touchdown, Josh Allen. Yeah, give him a flex, Josh. You just schooled them with their back turned for a huge touchdown run of 47 yards. It's 53 yards. He was on his own side of the field. Faster than a speeding bullet. That's I mean, it was probably an run. overstatement there, John. Yeah. It was a perfect use of the fake slide to juke yes. the Steeler safety that was coming up yeah. to make the play. It was. It I mean, was pretty cool. Yeah, Guy it, bounced yeah. off him. One of the tacklers just kind of bounced off yeah. and tried to wrap him up. It was an unreal nah, run. Nah, not going to have it today. He's back to uh, his alien-like form here just in time for a rematch with Pat Mahomes in the divisional round. Do you think if he was like, man, I want to try tight end one game, coach? Ooh. Yes. I think he could. I think Absolutely. He could, yeah. He'd be He's amazing huge. at it. He's fast. I don't know about the blocking part, but I was fast good hands. I, I was ready to make him a tight end after his first like two years in the league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was. And then he had an epiphany. <laughs> something happened. All of a sudden the accuracy, I don't know. Something changed. Now, now every time I turn around, he's uh he's just got TDs all up in his face. He's just a big TD guy. That he Josh seems Allen. like a great leader too. I'm seeing a lot more interviews with him and like uh, behind the scenes stuff. Very likable. Yeah. He's grown into that role well. Yep. He's got the Hollywood girlfriend. He's living the life right now. Let's go to Houston, where the Texans got themselves a playoff victory, and there's nothing quite like a pick six TD. Blacko to throw. Blacko. It's picked off. Here we go to the left. 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Christian Harris. That's the second one. Second pick six of the game. Welcome to Houston, Joe Flacco. Wow. It's good analysis, isn't it? Yeah. He Take that, Joe. Andre Ware getting a little violent. He's getting him. excited. Yeah. Upwards. Man. Well, the the end of Joe Flacco right there. I was hoping he was gonna run. he was gonna go on, you know, go toe to toe with his former team in Baltimore. It would have been a good but, story, but wouldn't it? That's uh that's Football not gonna God happen. said no. 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 Yep. We're, we're not, like yeah, run. We're not gonna yeah. let Joe we're not gonna let Joe <laughs> yeah. have this run. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's as good as it gets Flacco for you, sanity. Joe. We'll see. Do, does Joe end up winning comeback player of the year or do they give it to DeMar Hamlin? Hamlin. You're going Hamlin? I believe he I reg- I, he did register half a tackle this year. So yeah. it's not like he didn't do anything. It's impressive. But he And wasn't he the personal protector on yeah. the punt team? Yeah, he was. So yeah, the the, the things, all the things that what he went through. It's probably going to be DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, it's got to be, right? Yeah. That's fine. Joe Flacco gets the TDs, and he DeMar Hamlin back on gets the, the Comeback and, Player of the Year awards. And then they'll need him in Week 12 again next year, and he'll come in. Yeah, up. he did carve out a, a place for himself he where next a, year when a team needs a, a, a couple of weeks of a, a quarterback. for leading the team to the playoffs. Joe, Joe Flacco's phone, I, it, that thing's going to be ringing come November. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. All right, let's go to Tampa, where the Filthy Eagles managed to actually, believe it or not, against all odds, they did find one singular TD last night. Calling for the football. He rolls, he fires, he completes it, and running in for the touchdown is a wide-open Dallas Goddard. Eagles are back in this game. (laughs) Eagles are back in this game. For about two seconds there, Mel. You ended up getting absolutely blown out, Merrill. Merrill? Merrill? Hurts had a, had a couple of really nice throws. Right as I tuned in, I think they were setting up that touchdown, and I was like, "Oh man, they might really have something." And I watched the game for another ten minutes or so. <laughs> yeah, it was it was yeah. so fun to watch them suck. And uh, <laughs> you know, to, for for Merrill, we gotta we gotta show respect to him. That's Broadus's guy. He's a legend. And to have that type of career as a play by play voice of a team <laughs> while dealing with swollen tongue syndrome, 
That's impressive as it gets. It is. It really is. And hell, I think he's going to run it back for one more year. I don't think he's retiring. Which can't wait till next year when he get to do the Eagles. I'm going to say, hey, listen, this guy I work with really doesn't think very much of you. <laughs> I he, just gave him the biggest compliment ever. No, you didn't. What a career. How many guys could have that long oh, of a career? The staying power oh, of Merrill Reese in a position where you have to actually talk and yeah. you're doing it with swollen tongue syndrome. Yeah. I'm just I'm I'm proud of him for, you know, being so inspiring for the kids who might be dealing with that same syndrome. You too can be a NFL play by play man, <laughs> even you though go. your tongue is like twice as large as Come it back be. announcer of the year, yeah. Merrill Reese. You'll be okay, Mr. Huge <laughs> Tongue. He's a beast. Gosh. <laughs> I should have just let this thing go. <laughs> yeah, you should have. And now we're here. Do you like what you see? You want to yeah. pause or you want to rewind? Uh, I'll fast forward. <laughs> fast forward. <Yeah. laughs> All right, let's go to Tampa Bay where they did fire them cannons for some TDs. Yeah. Trips to the right side. Here comes pressure. Baker Mayfield steps up. Goes away. It's a caught ball. Inside the 30. Outside the numbers. David Moore to the 20. David Moore to the 15. Moore still on his feet to the 5. To the 3. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Touchdown, uh-huh. Tampa Bay. Fire them cannons. Yeah, I like him though. Gene, Gene got excited. Yeah. Was Gene that was packing his bag? David Moore of the Dallas Morning News no. catching touchdowns <laughs> over the Eagles because I think that's possible with the way the Eagles' been. defense was playing. Woo! I would believe you if you told me that was David Moore of the Dallas Morning News. So you thinking I could get nine yards against the Eagles' defense? I think you could <laughs> yes. last night. They quit. <laughs> you probably could have gotten it against the. Uh, the and now Baker's got just as many playoff wins as Dak does in three tries. Oh, we go to AT and T Stadium, the home of the Green Bay Packers, where Jordan Love found. Uh, Luke Musgrave amidst a sea of nothingness versus the front runners. Play action and bootleg left, half bootleg left. Got now him. throw back Got the other way. He's got him wide open. Down the right side. Musgrave ends out. Touchdown. Touchdown. Luke Musgrave. And a dagger. A dagger right through the heart of the Cowboys. I think the dagger happened a little bit earlier than that. It sucks because we have a Packers fan in here right now, yeah. just trolling the hell out of the Wooly Bully. And did he just a, give you a wet Willie? He had like no belief that they were going to win this game at all. None, absolutely. And Jared none. can attest. I've I've had faith in Jordan Love. I've tried to tell him Jordan Love might be okay. I thought that score was going to be reversed. Reversed. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping reversed, it would be too. Reversed. Yeah. And and I want to give Ugh. Eric credit. Eric's been on the Jordan Love train before. Oh yeah. I mean, I feel like you're right. You, I mean, you sent me the Matt Tice article, and you were Nate. Nate Tice, sorry, what did I say, Matt Tice? You said Matt. Yeah, that's right. You're thinking about why did you say John Tice? I could say Mike Tice. You said Mike Tice. Who's your favorite Tice? Uh, Mike Tyson. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Can I ask you? You're playing a different game. Can can I I ask a Cowboys question? Can ask you a question. So it's the front runner. Dak is about to get what sixty. Uh, Potentially fifty, probably shy of that. Okay, but but yeah. in the ballpark, number, in the right? ballpark, a fatty, fatty yeah. boomba. And what what is Jordan Love about to get? What is he eligible to get? Sixty. Same thing, right? Yeah. He'll probably get the ballpark. All right, Dak. I know some people might be down on Dak. Dak just had an awesome year, right? And he you did. know what you're getting out of Dak. What are you doing now? I, I'm just I'm playing. Let's play a hypothetical. Let's hypothetical. You can it. you can in an alternate reality, you can choose. You you got to pay one of them. You can either pay Jordan Love or Dak. Now, keep in mind, Jordan Love's got half a good season. Yes. Right? I And he, it's it's a really good half, but it's half. It's half. He's younger. He is. And there's, you don't know, you haven't driven it as far off the lot. No. But I'm curious, who would you guys pick? You got to pay one of them. 
Who are you picking to pay that money? It's so easy. The unknown for what is unknown. What we know about Jordan Love is good to this point. The unknown is obviously the unknown, but I will take that over what I know about Dak, which is a guy who is not going to show up when it matters in January. Yeah, I think you take the upside of the young player. Really? Yeah. Are you guys all across? I, I'm, I don't know that I'm as, and I'm the Packers guy. I don't know yeah. if I'm as. Well, the P and Packers fan stands for pessimist. You also said yeah. Daniel Jones was better uh, than Dak. I mean, you could say Jordan Love just built these stats one. playing <laughs> against bad teams, but that's Dak's last eight years. Sure, no, that's fair. Outside of the one win in, in Green Bay and Pittsburgh in 2016 and a few others along the way. Broaddus, taking the veteran. Yeah, I think I agree with Broaddus. I think I'd taking probably, the veteran. I mean, look, I think that I did Jordan earlier Love, when we had the whole thing about resigning him. Remember, we just did the same. Yeah, you did an old yeller. I mean, well, it's yeah. just the fear of, like, Jalen Hurts, I think everyone was paying him this time last year, and then look at what just happened. He yeah. fell on his face. So there is an, a possibility that Jordan Love could just stink the high heaven yeah. after he right. gets paid. Well, that's the point of the question. Yeah. So because of that, I I think I would just take Dak for this. But I'm, oh. not, I'm not paying either. I'm playing Trey Lance. Wow, that's an awful thing. I want to see what I got in Trey. There it's you cheap go. cheap as hell. Well, uh, once again, back at AT&T Stadium, the home of the Green Bay Packers, <laughs> the front runners, when the game was so far out of reach, they decided, oh, we might as well pat some stats. Here's uh, stats. Here's Prescott to Ferguson. Prescott in the gun first down at the Green Bay 14. Throwing this one in the end zone, leaping up Ferguson. He's got another one. Touchdown, Ferguson. <laughs> and he's going to have a three-touchdown game, and no one's going to remember it. Wow. Snap to Prescott. Quarter. I love Big Biscuit, man. Historical performance. That's our guy. Three is that, touchdowns. Is that Touchdown. what you call the total recall? Big Biscuit? Uh, no, the three touchdown performance, the three TD performance. Three yeah, TDs. that's the total recall. The iconic Absolutely. sci-fi movie. Oh, with yes. Arnold. Yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger. And an alien with three Have you ever seen Total Recall? Have <laughs> ever seen it? I've seen Total Recall. Okay, yeah, just sure. a long, long time ago. You're saying, yeah, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Never seen it. A long time ago with my dad when I was probably like six years old. Get a load of this theater. Yeah. <laughs> Not in a movie theater. I think the movie came out in the 80s. I don't think I was born. Oh. There was another three-chested masterpiece, I believe, in Good Luck Chuck. Oh, there was. That's the other yes. the other cinematic yes. triple James threat Bond that I can remember. James Bond. James had Bond had a had a three three deal. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. How about James it, T. Kirk? Did he have any run ins? <laughs> I bet she was purple too. I don't know. We should do the top ten movies that had Doctor the, the, the triple threat the triple up top. Lube. Yeah, yeah, man, I'm excited for that. It's a real good whispering eye. All right, let's go to Tua. You don't know what you're talking about. Tyreek Hill, Miami TDs. Do they sound underwater? Did they get the audio fixed? Most of the running back. No, underwater. Second down, about Jimmy a half yard to go for the first down. Jimmy, Play action fake. Tua deep down the right side. He's got a wide go. open receiver. It's Tyreek at the 10. He's got it. That's a five. Touchdown. But we got a flag down. We'll check the flag. That's a touchdown for Tyreek. Boy, what an adjustment by Tyreek Hill to come back and catch the football, stand his feet, and get into the end zone. Miami guys. Yeah. Defense number 22. That penalty has declined. Result of the play, touchdown. What an adjustment by Hill, unlike the adjustment that our broadcast engineers make on it's a weekly unreal. basis here. I'm I glad he pointed that it. out, though, because that was a, like, Tua gets credit for that touchdown, but that was just, it might as well have been Tyreek Hill to Tyreek Hill. It was a, it was a, it was a god awful throw. It was under thrown to high heaven. Dolphins. It was under Tyreek Hill went and made it's the play. So give up on the Dolphins. No, just Tua. 
And it was beautiful on the broadcast. Like, they're highlighting Tyreek Hill for about five minutes, and then they had that play happen. And it was the last good play that the Dolphins had the entire game. Yeah. So it worked out perfectly for Peacock. The NFL continues to flex (laughs) on their streaming numbers. You could argue the only good play, Walchuk. But we stay in Kansas City where it was cutting glass time for everyone. (laughs) And uh, the first TD of the night goes to SMU zone, Mr. Rice. It's cold on that turf. Second down eight for the Chiefs at the Dolphin 12. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is in the game now at running back. They fake to him. Mahomes throws right side. Caught Rice at the five angling right. Touchdown! Kansas City rookie Rushy Rice. His first postseason touchdown. An 11-yard crossing pattern. And just like Germany, the Chiefs have an outstanding opening drive for a touchdown to start the game. Because they played in Germany. But if you didn't know that, I understand why you would perk up. Just there. like Germany, what are the hell are we Whoa, saying, what bitch? Are we doing Come on, there? buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Holy oh, crap! Okay, what do you that. What wow. do you mean by that? Yeah, the greatest generation just turned their TV off. <laughs> <laughs> the hell? What the hell is going on, dude? Lucius yeah. was in the chair for Pony Up. I sure was. Pony Rashid Up. Rice showing out, bro. SMU, Richland High School. Good for you. They're calling him Rashi Jerry Rice. Absolutely beautiful from Rashi Rice. During the playoff game where all eyes are on you, too, fool. Yeah, he's, he was awesome. Love it. He crushed it. It's another edition of TD Tuesday. Thank you. Uh, a couple of points of clarification. A Star Trek... <laughs> Uh, five, the final frontier came out a year before Total Recall did feature a uh, a three breasted alien cat woman. Yeah, let's go. Okay, wow. uh, but she uh, was a fox. There's she also was. mention of some role playing happening in adult films some years before that. Oh, uh, involving uh, alien three breasted individuals. Yeah, what did you put in a Google search? <laughs> Um, that's a good question. <laughs> just with three boobs. Is this on the work computer? Uh, did Captain Kirk have interactions with an alien with three boobs? That's <laughs> what I looked for, Lucius. And it sent me down an origin story of said genre. Hey, can we please pull that question that Dawson just asked? Because that's a great question. That is really good. We can just ask that to random guests yeah, on Radio Row. We can't let Google be the only person that receives that question that's from Dawson. That's pretty awesome. Hey, Sands is uh, is in studio, and if we make him promise to not mention anything about the Green Bay Packers ever again under uh, the threat of physical violence, I think we can get some pretty good Rangers talk out of him. What do you think? Does that go. sound like a deal to you, Sands? Yeah, let's talk some Rangers. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Here next. Welcome back, nation. Let's talk some Texas Rangers here. Hot stove coming up at seven o'clock, and uh, Sandler's going to have the uh, new backup catcher on uh, Kisner, and he's going to talk Texas Rangers there for an hour. Then we'll get into the get right. Segment of the nation here is uh, is brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact the Frankels. 214-0817-333-3333. Go to truckwreck.com. Here's Wolchuk and, and Sandler to take you around the bases. Thank you. Uh, always cool having Jared here. Jared, who are the guests tonight for Hot Stove? Yeah, we got Dane Dunning right off the top at 7 o'clock. And... Then Andrew Kisner at 7.20, and we're going to take calls and answer questions. We'll address the Adolis Garcia arbitration situation uh, and more at 7.40 to close out the show. Okay. So I have been seeing recently uh, the Rangers, of course, they're they're still looking for pitching. They didn't make a trade today. Uh, they went ahead and acquired Daniel Duarte from the Cincinnati Reds in exchange for cash considerations. You know, is this uh, just a hope, you know, let's catch lightning in the bottle like Will Smith last year? guy that's going to compete to maybe have an opportunity to, to be in the pen? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not to be a smartass, but the only difference, you know, with Will Smith, there was a track record, right? So right. Daniel Duarte, World yeah, Series, yeah. veteran, yeah. Daniel Duarte, not so much. Uh, limited major league experience. Uh, he his, his, you know, most action came last year. Uh, the ERA's fine. It was in the threes. Uh, but, you know, he's a guy who walks more than you'd like and doesn't strike out as many, but... The one thing that I think you've got to really consider is the Rangers have done a really good job of taking guys and getting more out of them. I, I don't I don't want to sit here and say getting the most, but they have done a really good job of, of targeting guys in the offseason and helping them take a next step. And I think that, you know, in any sport, that's huge. But in, in a sport like baseball, where there is such a margin for development, uh, I, I don't. I think the Rangers were on the other side of that fence for several years, and uh, I, I'd say the last six to eight years they've been doing a really good job of that. So maybe with Daniel Duarte, he's someone who can you know help make a difference in the bullpen. He's a young kid, right? He was a, a former first round pick. So there's, as you know, Eric likes to say, a lot of talent in that body. A lot of talent in that body, no doubt. Okay, Hector Neris is another rumor that I've seen being linked to the Rangers. Now, maybe the Astros are going to be more aggressive because they just lost Kendall Graven for the season uh, due to surgery. So maybe he ends up going back to Houston. But how real do you think that interest is with the Rangers and Hector Neris? I think it's real just from the standpoint of he's a really good reliever and the Rangers you know, need really good relievers. He's not going to cost you $20 million a year, right? So if you don't want to swim in the Josh Hader pool, then you know, you're not going to be doing that with Hector Neris. You know, I, I think one of the concerns that that some folks might have is just the workload. You know, he's made more appearances uh, than any other reliever, I think, since like 2016. You know, he's been an absolute workhorse. And maybe the counter to that is, well, you know, for the most part, his production is, you know, maintained. Now, he had an outstanding ERA last year. Some of the, the below-the-surface numbers would suggest that there was a little bit of luck involved but still had a really good year. Uh, you know, he's a guy who he, he loves the splitter. The Rangers seem to really favor guys who are throwing the splitter. That's, you know, not an easy pitch to hit. Uh, you know, his strikeout numbers dipped just a tiny bit, but nothing too uh, uh, too concerning. He's a strikeout per inning guy. Uh, and so, you know, I, I, yeah, I think it would make sense. I don't think, and especially with his age, it's not like you're going to have to pay him, like I said, you know, $15, 20000000 million a year. 
And then when it comes to Jordan Montgomery, there seems to still be belief that possibly he'd come back to the Rangers. No, Brian's been on this. Like, the longer yeah. this goes, maybe it's better for the Rangers. I feel the same way. Or Is, is that in line with your thinking? Yeah, I mean, I think Brian's right. Uh, I don't know how much his price is dropping or rise. You know, I, I don't know. But, you know, whenever a team signs a pitcher, when the Yankees sign Marcus Stroman, that I, I don't, I don't want to say it takes them off the board for Jordan Montgomery, but... Certainly doesn't make you think that, you know, they're full charged, ready to go uh, for Jordan Montgomery. They maybe pivoted another direction. Now, maybe what it tells you is that they don't get the sense Jordan Montgomery's dropping his price at all. Uh, but at some point, you know, we're mid-January, right? Yeah. And pitchers, they, they want to be in camp. Uh, and so, you know, at, at some point, Jordan Montgomery might say, hey, you know, the extra million or million and a half that I'm, you know, holding firm on, let me just let me just take the 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 option that I like most and whatever twenty three and a half million as opposed to twenty five we'll figure it out. Uh, I do think that it helps. I I do I I always bring this up though. I think some people feel like the only reason Jordan Montgomery is not a Ranger is because of the Bally situation. I, yeah, we I get that text in a lot. Yeah, and and I think it's fair, more than fair to to think and and believe, and I think I probably believe it as well that that impacts the conversations. I think that there are also baseball conversations to be had by the Rangers to to whether or not they want to commit, you know, five years, whatever the the money would be. That's not to say it's not a binary thing. It's not like oh, he, you you think he stinks? No, and the Rangers love Jordan Montgomery, but to commit five years at twenty five mil a pop yeah. for a guy who's north of thirty, you know, you got to really believe that you're going to get three really good years out of that. Maybe four. I mean, may, maybe I'm sitting. Maybe Chris Young's listening. He's like, what are you talking about? We we're going to sign a guy to a five-year deal. We want five great years. But I think I think you're willing to take that last year and say, all right, you know, whatever we get, we get. But I think that the Rangers probably are assessing whether or not they believe that, you know, he's the right fit. And and the only thing I'd caution fans on, Bros, I'm sure you saw this in Green Bay when you won a Super Bowl. You won a championship when we experienced it in yeah. 2011. All of a sudden, everyone starts to fall in love with the people who are on that team, right? Sure. You know, we love Austin Hedges. Yeah. 20 times more than we otherwise would because he was a part of a World Series team. And so I think sometimes emotion clouds judgment. And that's not, again, not to say he's not good, but I think it is also fair to say Jordan Montgomery was incredibly valuable and the Rangers win a World Series in large part because of his efforts. But there are also reasons why maybe it doesn't make sense to sign him to a five-year deal. Jared, how did the Rangers handle with all the pitchers coming back, say, in the second half of the season with injuries, how does that affect the way they set up their rotation out of camp? Does that affect how, – how is that that knowing that they're going to get guys in the second half yeah. uh, affect how they're going forward? Well, I think, you know, you, you obviously – the whole who's going to be out of the rotation conversation, yeah. which hopefully the Rangers are having in June as guys are starting to yeah. – that's a great problem to have. You can't you can't really worry about that. You know, one of the other guys they acquired today was Jose Urania. Jose Urania is not going to excite you a ton if you look at his numbers, but he's a guy who has started in the major leagues, and the Rangers are going to need to have some of these guys, right? Mm-hmm. They, they need to have guys who can provide depth. One of the challenges with building starting pitching depth is that if you are good enough to be in a major league rotation and you are a veteran, but you might not be good enough to crack my rotation, Mm -hmm. you're not sticking around, right? These guys have outs in their contract. 
And so on March, pick the date, if it doesn't look like they're going to be in the rotation, they can they can get their release right. and go sign. So that's one of the reasons why building starting pitching depth is really tough with veterans and proven talent. The Rangers are going to need someone, maybe two guys from their minor league system to give them, you know, at least be prepared to give them starts. Is that Owen White? I don't know. Is that Jack Leiter at some point sure. in May or June? If a guy goes, maybe, uh, but they're going to have to have some guys who maybe, you know, they're able to have stick around uh, because they aren't, they don't have major league teams knocking on their door. They're going to have to have some young guys ready to go. Can we, can we, is we could finally talk about, Lighter now as part of a rotation guy. I mean, forever it feels like we since he was drafted at Vanderbilt, we've never really ever talked about that. Yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of optimism with the way last year ended for him. You know, he he took I forget you know how long the the period was, but he basically was uh, what do they call it in the minors, the restricted list, whatever it was, yeah. and they just it was like a reset. Like, hey, we're not going to throw you out in a competitive game for a stretch of time. Let's just go back to the basics. And he came back and he was a lot more competitive. Now I'm not sitting here saying opening day and I'm not sitting here saying that he's a regular member of the rotation at any point next year, but could he work himself into a position where, Hey, we need you to, to help us two times through. I I think that come May or, or June, he could certainly pitch himself into that conversation. Now, small sample, right? The, it, we're getting excited by a small sample. If it if it was Bob McGee who was a 30th round pick, yeah. which doesn't exist anymore, that small sample wouldn't register. Mm-hmm. Right. But because it's Jack Leiter, antennas pop up. But I do think he's going to have opportunities to contribute to this team this year. All right, let's talk uh, Hall of Fame. Adrian Beltre. I mean, he is the surefire lock first ballot Hall of Famer for the Texas Rangers this year. The rest of this ballot is pretty interesting. And I know Evan Grant put out his of what he's looking at. I mean, you got guys like Carlos Beltran, uh, Mark Burley, Todd Helton, Andrew Jones. I mean, it's pretty cool. Everybody's writing about Adrian Beltre and how amazing he is, the 3,000 hits, five gold gloves. I mean, it, it's awesome. And we need to, I think, just spend time and maybe if you want to make a case and, and talk about Adrian Beltre and some of your memories as well. But the rest of this ballot and kind of – I find it interesting, like, why some people will vote and won't vote for certain players based on their accusations and if they've been suspended for PEDs. And, like, it, it, Evan Grant does talk about integrity in his article, but yet he'd also look at putting Carlos Beltre on his ballot, but then Carlos Beltran's also being linked to what happened with the signs, the, the cheating with the Astros. So, I mean, I think there's a little bit of give and take here on what you're willing to say. Hey, I'll look past, but also, I mean, the, and I think every writer's probably different in that regard. But from conversations that you've had, what do you think might hold some of these guys back by not being selected? Well, who's are you talking about the steroid? I mean, I, I guess I'm the steroid guys. Obviously, you're going to have a, a break in. You know, some people, as you mentioned, are going to vote for them. Others aren't. The thing that I think is always tough with that is that when you get into the the gray area of, I think this guy was a user, or this guy was like kind of linked, but he was never suspended. Like Andy Pettit. Yeah. I, I, okay. So Andy Pettit, that's someone who's been banged for yes. steroids, right? So I get if if someone's going to draw a line, then I just want it to be objective. For me personally. If I think the guy's a Hall of Fame player, I'm going to vote for him. Barry Bonds would get my vote. Uh, now, I'm also okay with having Barry Bonds' plaque mention that he was this or that, or you know, Alex Rodriguez, whatever. It's just it's yeah. it's I don't I don't love it. Just feels weird. These guys aren't in. 
Uh, the guy who's on the ballot is his last year, who I desperately think deserves to be in, and I think it's a crime if he's not, is Gary Sheffield. And some of the people who aren't voting for him aren't voting for him because they didn't like him. But I saw, he he's, I saw really? he's got 75% of the vote, he, though, right? He's right at the cusp. He's at the cusp, yeah. There's some people who they didn't vote for him because they don't like him, others because he was linked to steroid stuff, and others because of the defense. I, I love the idea that defense is a big part of the game, and that should be considered, but it's kind of a sham if Harold Baines, who is a really good DH, but not a Hall of Fame player, gets in, and Gary Sheffield doesn't. Sure. Gary Sheffield was one of the best hitters of his generation. If you look at his numbers, one of the, the oh, yeah. best hitters all time. And this, my biggest issue with the Hall of Fame, you can take the steroid stuff aside, and I know it's the baseball writers, blah, blah, blah. I think the people who vote are a joke. The, people like Evan deserve a vote. Evan is engaged. He covers Major League Baseball on a, or the Rangers on a daily basis, and he goes out of his way to try and understand and know what's going on. Mm-hmm. There are people who haven't attended a baseball game or watched a baseball game in years who, because of the rules, still have a vote. And I'd also tell you that some of these writers, I I, I talk to them, I talk baseball with them. I'm not saying that I, I should have a vote at all, but these writers, some of them have, have no they clue. They don't have a clue. They, they yeah. know about their team, that's it. You can't tell me that Eric Nadell would not be a valuable voter the Hall of Fame. Are, are you worried about bias? I mean, that's the argument. Then you know what? Monitor his ballot. If Eric Nadell is only voting for Rangers or if he's consistently voting for Rangers and he he's the only one who votes for them, then you know what? Pull his ballot. But you should constantly be auditing these ballots, and, and it's an opinion, but if you feel like there's a bias involved, then let's discuss it. But you can't tell me that Tom Hamilton or Eric Nadell uh, or, or, or some of these guys who – they study the league yeah. that they can't vote. Yeah. I just I hate the fact that you got these writers who they control it and they're not going to vote for Gary Sheffield because he was mean because it's they ridiculous. asked a dumbass question. Like one who day. are you to be the gatekeeper of the Hall of Fame here and a guy that's deserving he can't get in? And it's the you writers. I, I I get it. You know B B W A A C Y Q or whatever. But if I just don't like there are and this isn't fair because like I said Evan deserves. There are a lot of writers who absolutely. Uh, help the process. Yeah, and I'd encourage anyone to read his articles. Yeah. I think Evan did a great job, and he explains why he would or wouldn't vote for some of these guys. There are some writers, though, who I just think it's 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 a shame that they have a vote, and you have people who have dedicated decades to the game. Again, I, I'm just using Eric because he's a name familiar to a lot of people. Uh, you know that that guy doesn't have a vote, and and I don't know. Don't Sheffield's got a son that's really a good player. Yeah, yeah, I mean, really good player. Like yeah. uh, like like using this uh, the in Arizona their showcase game. Just here recently. Oh, yeah, we had, to, we had him the other day. he was part of that, yeah. He's got, got a little bit of a bat jerk just he like does. him. Yep, yeah, sure Oh, does. that's pretty cool. Need some election reform, get his daddy in there. You know, I, I just, stop the steal. It's pretty that, shocking. That, that's a, yeah, that, that's a tough one for me. I, I I look at the numbers, and it makes sense that he should be in. I get he wasn't a great defensive player, but I, I don't know. There are a lot of guys in the Hall of Fame who were awful defensively. And, of course, Michael Young's being robbed as we speak. From the Hall of Fame. Well, hey, he's not he's not on the ballot, right? He needs to be. Yeah. Well, he yeah. talk about disrespect. Evan, and and that's you know Evan voted for Michael, and I think he was the only one. And and his reasoning, I remember I asked him. I said, "Hey, why did you do that?" Because you know he knows he's going to then be subject. To, oh, bias. Yeah. And and it was out of respect, and he just said that he felt like Michael deserved to have a vote. That like you know just as a he knew he wasn't going to get it as a nod to his career, he deserved to have a vote. And you can like or not like that. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, uh, 
I at least respect his reasoning. It wasn't like he was trying to provide some numbers argument when the numbers probably don't stack up. If you yeah. know, unfortunately, if you're you know calling a spade a spade. How many Hall of Famers do we have on the roster right now? And you know, at the very beginning Ooh, of the year, holy crap! I I asked Matt Hicks. We're sitting next to each other, and I said, I asked him. I said. Is Corey Seager one day going to be in the Hall of Fame? This is before he had the year he had. Yeah. Okay. And he's got an uphill battle because of time missed with injury and whatnot. He, if he stays healthy, he could be a fascinating case. I think Marcus Simeon, mm-hmm. if he, he, Marcus Simeon could be a longevity guy who you look at his numbers at the end of the day and it's going to be tough based on precedent to keep him out, especially if he maybe racks up another, you know, gold glove or so. Uh, I mean, Scherzer. Yep. Chapman is not technically on the roster. I think Chapman gets in. Uh, I don't know. What, what, I mean, Evan Carter. Evan Carter. Yeah. Yeah. Carter. yeah. yeah. I mean, do you want to throw that? that Why Lakeford? It's a Brunetto door. I mean, I, you know, I, yeah. I, 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 I voted for him a few years ago, obviously. Shows that, you know, what yeah. I know. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Right on, buddy. Well, Who, how many would you him. say? So, any, any anybody? Uh, Seager and Simeon for sure, and then Scherzer is a you, lock. Wait, you think they're? You think Seager and Simeon for sure? I think I don't know for Locks. sure. I think Seager will be a lock. I think Seager's going to get in for sure. Yeah, I mean, you, an MVP in a World Series with two different teams—that's pretty incredible. Yeah, the only thing I'd say is it's not like football where you know, like we had the if if Lamar wins the Super Bowl this year, right. is he a lock because You're of in. the. Yeah, Eli won two Super Bowls. Yeah. He's in. Uh, Seager, how he well, stacks a up to shortstop. He's a multiple-time world champion, though, too, right? Yeah, but yeah. I just don't know how much. The Baseball Hall of Fame is weird. Yeah. It's different. Now, if this guy stays healthy. There's no doubt in my mind yeah. he's in. The way his numbers are going to stack up to other shortstops well, offensively missing that amount of time last year, and then he's still number two in MVP yeah. voting. It's yeah. insane. Uh, he, he's, he's an interesting one. He's um, definitely an interesting one. How many home runs do you need minimum if you're a home run guy? Well, it used to be. I mean, if you don't get busted, if you get four five hundred, that's auto. That's yeah. auto in. Yeah. Um, I would say four fifty, but Carlos Delgado's not in, and he should also be in. Uh, he's not even on the ballot. I'd say if you got these days, if you recalibrate, if you got four hundred, I'd say you're going to at least get some votes and stay on the ballot, unless you just were like a total non-contributor elsewhere. Because because can Garcia have like a Nelly Cruz thirties? Where he plays another eight or nine years at a high level. Okay, I'd say that. Are you? If you're asking me if I think he will, I I would say no. Um, Love Adolis, not. A, He's I just, such a good fitness guy. He is. I think it's also tough. He plays so hard. Yeah. And and I think that for a bigger bodied guy is tough. But I mean, he. Yeah, I mean that'd be if he did Rangers have a thirties renaissance. Rangers Hall of Fame lock. Rangers Hall. Oh, Rangers. Yeah. yeah. We got a ton of Rangers Hall of Famers now in this team after winning the World yep. Series. Oh, not definitely. Hall of Fame biceps. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Hey, Back quickly. Flip. Adrian Beltre was not a Hall of Famer when the Rangers signed him. He had a a great run in his 30s that what that it evolved from could he be a Hall of Famer to I think he's a Hall of Famer to he's a lot. He's a lot. Right? But yeah. it was not when when the Rangers signed him, I don't think that it was Oh, we just signed a guy who one day is going to be in the Hall of Fame, and will he wear our hat? I don't know. That wasn't the argument then. Well, it uh, it's no, no no doubt about it, uh, Sandler. Very exciting to see you, and we are now just over a month away from uh, pitchers and catchers. It's flying by, man. And uh, and we thank you so much for your Rangers insights, as always. There he is. He's at Jared Sandler on the Twitter X machine. Must follow. 
The Hot Stove Show is coming up at 7 o'clock, and he's going to talk to Dane Dunning and the new catcher. The Get Right with Alec and Reggie will cross talk with them, find out what they have coming up next in the nation. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thank you, Lucius. Uh, Get Right's coming up here after Hot Stove with Sandler. Hot Stove's going 7 to 8, then Get Right 8 to 11 with Alec Medford and Reggie Atatula. And gentlemen, good evening. How the heck are you? Yo, we're making it. What's up, boys? Right on, right on. How's the show sheet looking tonight? Uh, it's a little bit shorter, as you mentioned. 728 is hot stove. Excited to hear Jared jump on and talk about some of those things. Obviously getting, um, I was about to say his name, and as soon as I was about to pass me, Daniel. Dane help, Dunning? Duarte? Duarte, there we go. Yeah. Yes. My goodness. Okay. I feel Duarte. So it is Duarte. Thank Woo, you. 13 Duarte. seconds late. Uh, Zach, appreciate you. Uh, I think I like this. We line. will ask this question, uh, seeing as both teams embarrass themselves on wild card weekend, who's <laughs> in the worst position, Cowboys, Eagles? Oh. Or no, yeah, so we'll, we'll have that conversation at, I believe, 9 o'clock. Yeah, that's an interesting one. You know, I, I think I'd rather, objectively, I think I'd rather be the Cowboys right now. I would, too. Yeah. I think they got, there's a lot of things that Philadelphia bet on on their defense. Mm-hmm. Spent a lot of money and... Man, they even they've drafted their front too. Yeah, a lot of those guys the last six seven weeks didn't show up. There's some questions about that right now. So and you just lost your center. Yeah. Well, they'll move, they'll move Cam Jurgens over is what they'll do. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, I mean we've seen the Eagles kind of tear down, build it back up, tear down, build it back up a little bit, be competitive, get to Super Bowls, win a Super Bowl. <laughs> I'd definitely rather be an Eagle. Oh, mm-hmm. really? I'm glad that you said that on air yeah, so we yeah. could we could clip that one up. But it seems like like from a serious perspective, you're you're kind of leaning on the Howie Roseman of it all. That's yes. what that's what I was asking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. that, you're I mean, the Howie Roseman yeah. aspect of that is very true. Their yes. willingness to to just totally go for it and and yeah. I, yeah. I, I and admit when they're wrong on something yeah, and not totally just ride Carson Wentz for nine years. Totally understand. No, that's that. a great point. I think the Cowboys have better talent on both sides of the ball and yeah. a better coaching staff right now. But if I had to pick which one's going to win the Super Bowl next, it's the Eagles. And I'd probably do five to one odds on that. Yeah. You know? I'm not going to fight that. It's tough. Well, uh, here comes Sance, uh, the hot stove show, talking Rangers baseball, getting excited. Pitchers and catchers reporting in a month. And we'll have spring training baseball here coming up in about five and a half weeks. So it's a very exciting time. Once again, here on your home of the Rangers. And before too long, we're going to be senior bowling, and we're going to be combining, yeah, and yeah. we're going to be getting ready for the draft as yeah. well, which is going to be very exciting as well here on your home of the Cowboys as soon as we lick our wounds. Probably another couple of more shows of that. But today we had a very therapeutic and traditional yeah, ceremony. Of, of, yeah, interesting today. Of, uh, you know, the, the keep them rolled yellow room. And I'm ready to move on myself. We'll see how the rest of the week goes tomorrow. We'll have Baldy on at 4 and George Sedano talking NBA at 3 o'clock. Until then... For Lucius Alexander, Carter Freeman, Wolchuk, Chiafalo, and Brian Broaddus, I'm Gavin Dawson. Until tomorrow at 2, you're going home with the nation at ease. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.